Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast Radio. Here in New Ross, uh, outside of the Down Brody ship, you just see how many of those ships did go to Canada. They left for the port of Quebec. And to this day, you know, that history and that heritage means that uh, almost 5 million Canadians, including myself, consider uh, that we have uh, Irish heritage. In the 1840s and 50s, grave ships sailed from Uras and Waterford to many ports around the world. During a span of 12 years from 1847 to 1858, in which grave ships alone carried 20,000 people to American Canada, the entire number of deaths on the ships was 86, a mortality rate of less than 1 in 250 persons. Remarkable during this period of mass emigration from Ireland, when the mortality rate of many other ships was 1 in 5 persons. Yesterday we visited the Emigrant Park, the brand new Emigrant Park, where the steps you see are the original steps leading to the Graves and Son Shipping Company offices, which are located just 70 metres from where you now stand. Our thanks to New Ross residents Matt Cullen and his brother John for saving these steps from demolition and permanent loss. First of all, we spoke to the Minister, Heather Humphreys. Absolutely delighted to be here today and this is a wonderful new amenity, a new uh, park, emigrant park, that tells the story of the many, many emigrants who uh, left these shores uh, and went to America or to Canada. So uh, it's a lovely development and this has been funded uh, through my Department of Rural and Community Development uh, to the tune of over €800,000 uh, and the full project is costing £1 million. So I just want to say well done uh, to uh, Wexford County Council who have driven this project and uh, it's, it's an example of funding being announced but delivery and that's what it's all about. This has been delivered. I was only down here about three or four months ago when I uh, turned the sod and now we are here in this magnificent park. Would you like to describe exactly how it's how this whole period in Irish history is commemorated, please? Because there's a lot of symbolism as we look around. Yes, uh, it is. It's wonderful how we remember. It's very important that we do remember. And the tide has changed now because now we have more people living and working in rural Ireland before. But when we look back to the to the 19th century, many people left these shores, and indeed in the 20th century, more left for economic reasons uh, to seek their fortune in America. But uh, the story has changed, and the tide has turned and I'm delighted to be here today with, uh, to see uh, this wonderful park having been fully kitted out. People are going to enjoy this and it encourages them to come down and uh, have a look and see the steps, follow the steps of the emigrants that left all those years ago. And many of them, they had a very difficult journey. Many of them, as we all know, John F. Kennedy and all of them have done so fant- so did so well on the world stage and there's many, many more names as well. And we made a huge contribution right across the world but it's important to remember where they came from uh, yeah this uh, particular program goes to a wide ranging audience uh, many of them up from the Irish diaspora many in Canada and there's a huge significance with today's events and Canada we have the Canadian ambassador to Ireland and the Irish ambassador to Canada both here today. Can you explain to me what's the significance of the link with Canada in particular? Well it's very important that uh, we have uh, uh, both ambassadors here today and it's an indication of how important uh, this particular event is and it's important uh, and I really want to say a huge thank you to the diaspora because they contributed hugely to the success of our economy many many times they earned the money 
and they sent it home uh, to their families and uh, they have also opened doors for us when it comes to trade links and when it comes to building relations and I was a, a, a former minister in uh, the Department of uh, Arts Heritage in the Gaeltacht and I headed up the famine commemorations and I've had the pleasure to visit Canada and remember uh, what happened to some of the immigrants and uh, they went to Newfoundland but they were welcomed and they received a, a warm welcome in many many places and they made Canada their their home and then some moved on to America so it's important that we remember them and we continue those links that are very very important because this is really where their roots are this is where they came from and everybody always wants to know uh, and come back to visit where they originally came from. By the 1920s Ireland's population had fallen to just over 4 million. No other European country contributed as many emigrants per capita to the New World during the age of mass migration between the mid-19th century and the start of the First World War. Many went to Canada, and yesterday at the special ceremony in New Ross, we spoke to the Canadian ambassador to Ireland, Nancy Smythe. It's been a tremendous show of community and of vision and the revitalization of this beautiful New Ross waterfront. We are very familiar of the emigrant trail that has been taken, but the link with Canada is something that I think we need to flesh out a little bit more. Just how important is that link between Canada and Ireland, and indeed between Canada and Euros? Yeah, so I think uh, the story, as you say, is still unfolding, and there's so much more still that we need to understand. Uh, When one walks around the plaques here in New Ross, uh, outside of the Down Brody ship, you just see how many of those ships did go to Canada. They left for the port of Quebec. Um, and to this day, you know, that history and that heritage means that uh, almost 5 million Canadians, including myself, uh, consider uh, that we have arid, uh, Irish heritage. Where's the Irish heritage in your part then? It's Nancy Smythe, isn't it? It's Nancy Smythe. And it's S-M-Y-T-H. And it's S-M-Y-T-H. Uh, the heritage comes from uh, the other side of my family um, and my Irish grandmother, whose last name was McGee from Donegal. Uh, who left uh, Ireland um, at the age of 16. So so that whole history, um, and I'm delighted to be here with my, my colleague, uh, Ambassador McKee, who represents Ireland in, in Canada. And I think together, as he has said here today, we're really trying to work hard to make sure that the Irish and the Canadians know how important we are to each other's history and heritage. But those links are very, very um, modern as well. And when the, when the Irish did come to Canada, what did they do, the bulk of them? Where did they go? Well, they went, uh, a number of them would have stayed in Quebec. Of course, a number of them stayed in, in, in Newfoundland. A number of them, you know, kept in with the same trades that they would have been doing or the same employment in terms of farming and fishing. Uh, a number of the Irish were involved in helping to build, frankly, what was a new country that was developing and shaping up. Um, building some of the infrastructure, such as the canals that run through our capital city of Ottawa. But there's also a very prominent Irishman, perhaps the most famous Irish-Canadian, whose name is Thomas Darcy McGee. And he was born in Carlingford, but he spent a fair amount of time here in Wexford. And he's uh, one of our fathers of Confederation and helped to write the the Constitution of Canada uh, that we now have. So you can see, uh, you know, and and I think uh, Ambassador McKee gave a number of other examples. I mean, obviously, many of the Irish that went on into professions um, and people are always thanking me for Canada opening our arms from the ships that came 
And, and, and it's my job, really, to thank the Irish. There are uh, businesses that are here in, in the Wexford area that are exporting food yeah. and so on to, to Canada. So right. those, those economic uh, uh, links do exist. And we've got great exchanges with SCTU in terms of the colleges that are working uh, yeah. with, in Canada with SCTU in terms of training uh, and providing those academic exchange opportunities, you know, for for Canadians. Yeah, the park is absolutely tremendous. I was here with Sean uh, a couple of uh, months ago with Eamon Hoare, and I have to say the work that they've done is tremendous. The craftsmanship, as we were hearing, the stone masonry, the you know the the, the statue that sits here, uh, waving off those who would have been leaving the shore. So the, a beautiful job has been done here in the waterfront, and I encourage Canadians to come and visit New Ross, and I encourage encourage anyone who hasn't come and taken a look at uh, at this revitalized waterfront to do so. So Sean, you've been waiting patiently, to let, but here we are today on another very positive day for New Ross. Yeah, it's a wonderful uh, day and it's it's brilliant to see this site, which was such a derelict site for so long in New Ross for many, many years. Um, obviously, look, it fulfilled its, its its purpose at the time because New Ross was a busy, heavy port uh, town and, uh, you know, the heavy fuel oil was coming in here to the oil tanks. But, you know, they have been a blot on the landscape for many, many years. We are now in a different and a new phase and it's wonderful to see the park that we've now, you know, that site converted to this wonderful emigrant park. We facilitate huge numbers of um, what we call fam trips or familiarisation trips to New Ross to visit Dunbrody over the years, whether they're Tourism Ireland or Falch Ireland. And I was just saying, this will be the park now that we'll start those in. We'll gather around the Waving Lady. We'll talk about the history of the ships that left here and that predominantly went to Canada. We've just been talking to Nancy Smy there. And uh, we have huge numbers of Canadians that come here. But there's a large part of the Irish emigration uh, story that's not told and it is the Canadian story uh, and this here now is, a, is is addressing that we've had a lot of engagement with both Nancy and with uh, Eamon McKee. Uh, Eamon is the Irish ambassador to Canada at the moment and he's written a number of books about the top 50 Irish men who've made such a huge contribution to Canada and you heard maybe during his speech alluding to the different contributions that the various Irish people have made. So it's a big story, 20,000 people left just on the grave ships alone from 1848 to 1858 out of New Ross uh, and at least I'd say about 18,000 of those would have went directly to Canada which is a phenomenal story uh, it's a story that we're now going to add in we're due a big upgrade now in the downstairs of Dunbrody we're about to go to procurement that uh, new development for Dunbrody will come on stream in May next year and that visitor experience and that visitor journey will also explore the connections and the deep connections we have with Canada Today, there are in excess of 60 million people worldwide who claim Irish ancestry, more than 36 million residents in America, more than 2 million in Australia, almost 7 million in Britain, and almost 5 million in Canada. We spoke to the Irish ambassador to Canada, Dr. Eamon McKee. Really, it is a partnership, and it's, it's really taken off the relationship, you know, in, in so many different ways, whether it's the economic relationship has been booming, but the people-to-people exchange is really what makes it happen, you know. Yeah. And then when you come to a project like this, again, it's it's recovering kind of connections that we've lost. Um, and it's a fantastic opportunity for us to uh, underline the strength of the connection between North America, US and Canada, and New Ross, you know. So the Irish coming to Canada, are there many at the moment? Wexford people coming to Canada, are yeah. there many? Yeah, I mean, listen, there's been a, a been a very serious shift. I mean, it used to be, as we remember, after the recession in 80, 83, 84, for example, there was, uh, the Irish went to the United States. Mm. Um, and uh, after the world financial crisis of 2007, 2008, 
didn't go to the United States anymore. They, they were going to Canada and, Aus- and Australia and Middle East and so on. So we had an influx of uh, Irish into Canada, uh, and that's continued ever since, uh, particularly into Toronto, uh, Vancouver. A lot of young Irish uh, in Vancouver. I was there a few weeks ago. We had a great meeting with the, the Irish Chamber of Commerce. Young Irish people all on the board uh, developing ideas for, for deepening the, the relationship and so on. So they may go over for a while, but they love the lifestyle. And uh, I, I have to say, I never met an unhappy immigrant in Canada. They're delighted. But they're also coming into a place where the Irish heritage is incredibly deep. The vast majority, I would say, of, of immigrants um, into Canada in the 19th century were coming from Waterford, Wexford, uh, south, southeast kind of Tipperary and Kilkenny. But really, you're looking at a, a Waterford, Wexford exodus of people. Huge, huge connections and, and very deep ones. I was in Newfoundland last year and I met a guy from Wexford yeah. and I discovered afterwards he was third generation Fogo Island off and the coast the full of Wexford accent. He had the full Wexford accent. It's unbelievable. And in Newfoundland, you find they have the same sense of humour. It's a really deep, deep connection, and uh, it's like a it's like a chip it's like a chip off the old block, to be honest, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's amazing. So you do still have, and Irish people can get to Canada easily. There's an experienced Canada uh, visa that you can get. You can find it online, so you can come over for two years and and work in Canada. And then once you're working there, it's it's relatively straightforward to get permanent residency if you want to stay. You know, but people will come for the adventure. A lot of Irish will go to Vancouver. It's almost a rite of passage, you know. Yeah. And uh, if they like it, they stay. And if not, they've got great experience, which they then bring home back to Ireland, you know. So it's really vibrant. It's really, uh, it's really an exciting time uh, to be Irish ambassador in Canada. Because in a way, I think years ago, we didn't know what, quite what to make of Canada, you know. And now we're very comfortable with it, uh, partly because of the peace process. But also because I think we're embracing varieties of Irishness that we might have not considered before, you know. And the Irish were very heavily involved in developing uh, in developing Canada. I mean, right from the get-go, if we're, we've been going there for 300 years. And as I was saying earlier, 40% of people in Quebec have Irish ancestry. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police was based on the Royal uh, Mounted Constabulary, the Royal Irish Mounted Constabulary, the legal systems, the political system, the journalism, the literature, um, all hugely influenced by the Irish. And the Irish were also explorers. They explored the, the Northwest, Alberta. They were Arctic explorers. You know, there were uh, writers and journalists. It's, 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 quite, uh, it's quite something. So we have a, a project underway called 50 Irish Lives in Canada basically 1661 when the first recorded Irishman was there right up until the current period um, just showing the, the, the depth of the contribution of the Irish to Canada. So finally we leave with Director of Services uh, Eamon Hoare and the Chair of uh, the uh, New Ross District Anthony Connick. Day to be proud uh, but from ourselves in Anthony's position as Cahirlach of the District and myself as Director that we've you know pulled off this great development and as you saw like there was a great crowd here uh, everybody is delighted with it. it's replaced the old tanks and it has a deep meaning for near us with the emigration uh, to canada in particular where we where we have uh, great connections between here quebec and newfoundland and the fact that both ambassadors uh, turned up today i think added gravitas to and they're really keen to develop the canadian story because it, it's been overshadowed by the american story so every piece of the development is top class and we'd great people working on it so happy days and i leave the final word to you as cahirlock of uh, the new ross district it's very important we remember isn't it 
Absolutely, Alan. Uh, it's great for, for the people in New Ross here, um, people who passed, who, who left their shores many years ago, and to ourselves even here now to be able to come to a place and honour their, honour their memories, you know. And it's lovely to see the stuff. And as Eamon said, you know, the workmanship that went on here is just incredible. To what we had here a year and a half ago, the oil tanks, and everyone you saw was comment on the oil tanks. You know, what are we going to do and what are we going to do? Just look at this. This, this just shows the workmanship here. Is just, it's just incredible. And the small little things is the, the, the wheel, the front of the bow of the ship, the waving lady, all the names, all the ports named along it. It's just, it's just marvellous, Alan. And uh, again, uh, I have to hats off to, to Eamon, uh, uh, the director here, uh, who, who had done a lot of it. You know, the support of all the members and uh, Wexford County Council as well. And um, you know, it's great uh, and to see the staff all here today, the indoor staff, outdoor staff. You know, it's brilliant for them. It's brilliant for everyone. You know, and it finishes off our keep on. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast.